Hello everyone. I decided to talk about my own innate biology from a standpoint of gratitude as well as sophistication. I am an adult who is strictly only attracted to other adults. And my attraction to other adults are all around attractions. And the reason why I say it that way because we live in a time where if you talk about who you're attracted to, because of the prevalence of sexual violence in our global world, you have to be specific on who you're attracted to and even why. And when you talk about even sex or romance, you have to clarify the enthusiastic consent portion of it. Because so many people have been so sexually heinous and physically monstrous to others that you can no longer just mention who tickles your fancy without clearing up the air of hey, we're all in this together and we're all of age. So without further ado, I want to explain why I'm attracted to adults. I'm attracted to adults strictly only because mentally, I am an adult. Yes, I have an inner child, but I think like an adult. I think as an adult. So psychologically, I'm grown. So I want to be intimate with people who are psychologically grown, too. I'm in an adult body, and I want to be intimate with other adult bodies. So now, without further ado, this is how I would describe uh, adult human beings. To me, adult human beings are human living, breathing collages. Human living, breathing conceptual art. Human living, breathing cultural artifacts. Human living, breathing drawings. Human living, breathing fine art human living, breathing, fine art photography, human living, breathing, installation art, human living, breathing, kinetic art, human living, breathing, mixed media, human living, breathing, bright collages, human living, breathing murals, Human living, breathing frescoes. Human living, breathing graffiti. 
human living, breathing, new media art, human living, breathing, digital art, human living, breathing, virtual art, human living, breathing, paintings, human living, breathing, performance art, human living, breathing, plastic arts, human living, breathing, printmakings, human living, breathing, public art, human living, breathing, street art, human living, breathing, sculptures, human living, breathing, carvings, human living, breathing, reliefs, human living, breathing, statues, human living, breathing, site-specific art, human living, breathing, social sculptures, human living, breathing, soft soft sculptures, and human living, breathing, stained glasses, and human living, breathing, found art. That is how I describe adult human bodies. And I also wanted to start off that way because it is very easy to look at people and be nauseating about how you talk about the human living, breathing poetry, the human living, breathing music, the human living, breathing architecture, the human living, breathing films, the human living, breathing theater, and the human living, breathing dance that adult human bodies are. We live in a world where we are not artistic, A-R-T-I-S-T-I-C, A-R-T-I-S-T-I-C, about external features of adults. So many people are hideous about it, verbally and non-verbally in terms of attraction expression and I decided to also say that human adult human beings are living breathing human decorative art human living breathing potteries human living breathing potteries and human living breathing applied art Human, adult human beings are the arts in motion. And they are literature in motion. They are the performing arts in motion. They are the prehistoric art in motion. They are the contemporary art in motion. And they are artworks in motion. They are art forms in motion. They are artful in motion and they are interactive media in motion. They are the sciences in motion. They are the crafts in motion. Um, 
They are technical proficiency in motion. They are beauty in motion. They are emotional power in motion. They are conceptual ideas in motion. They are creative talents in motion. They are imaginative talents in motion. They are visual arts in motion. They are the art world in motion. They are mathematics in motion. They are inventions in motion. And they are history in motion. And they are geography in motion. They are medicine in motion. That is a... gorgeous way of describing that adult human beings are aesthetics in motion. They are commercial art in motion. They are academic art in motion. They are calligraphy in motion. They are geometric patterns in motion. Now, let me talk to you about my ambiamory. So I'm going to work my way up. I'm going to be all the way respectful in how I'm speaking. So, my being ambiamorous means that I enjoy both monogamy and polyamory. Um, because I've had to really think about something, honestly. As I journey the multifaceted individuality that I possess as an innate, full adult human being, I have to be extra careful and cautious with sex than most people because I am not like most people. I am not most people. Most people fit into society. I don't fit in at all because I'm the standard that is above average in profundity, being profound, if you will. And so what I do is I say, well, as I've been uh, consulting with my inner circle, We have, and they're okay with me sharing this because it's going to be known anyway. Um, I'm a public figure and the way I carry myself. There are times where I do consider having a partner. There are times where I consider having either a partnership without marriage or sometimes I consider marriage because I'm not lying to myself. It's just sex for me, I really had to understand, even dating, romance, what have you, that in those areas of my life, who wouldn't get attached? Not to be arrogant, but I had to be honest and say, Those who wouldn't get attached are (sighs) 
slimmer than slim to none. I'm not talking about body type. I'm talking about it's very rare to meet a person who would be physically or sexually intimate with me and they wouldn't get attached. So sometimes I honestly think to myself, I don't know if I could last in porn very long. Um, I know that I would be well in that world the rest of my life. I just mean by by my um, compassion and brilliance, as well as my in shape physicality of high, and hyperactivity included, but at the same time, the way I carry myself, not to be elitist or tribalistic. It's, it may be slimmer than slim to none to find co-stars that understand me well. And it's hard to find that in my, uh, my personal life, having off-screen partners who understand me well. Most people don't know what to do with a once in a lifetime, one of a kind type of person that I am. And I say that with humility and graciousness. But the truth is, sometimes I consider these things because the pickings are slimmer than slim. That's not a body type reference. I'm talking about quantity amount. And so, it's, it would be hard to find somebody that wouldn't get attached and wouldn't even, and would consider um, having my babies, basically. Um, because when you're who I am, you know, a person like myself. It's, uh, it, for me, it would be, it's, it's challenging for me more than most people because the gray areas of my life, most people wouldn't be able to handle them in the world of porn, outside of the world of porn, off screen. The great areas of my life are extraordinary. Most people can't handle that. And most people couldn't handle the extraordinary joy and extraordinary pain of my life in porn, outside of porn. So there's other reasons why when it comes to sex, I'll be hardly having it. I'll be barely indulging in romance and dating. Um, because of all these other reasons. Um, so being ambiamorous fits me because I am naturally excellent at monogamy and polyamory. I prefer polyamory, but I can't tell life how many people to send me. I may just have one. You know, 
I'm even I'm want more than one. Life may give me one. I had to open myself up to these possibilities of that doesn't mean we betray our nature. It just means that we may genuinely, naturally be into something. Life may give you something else. Um, more than likely, I think polyamory is going to happen to me. But again, there's no guarantees in life. That doesn't mean don't be true to yourself. It just means that healthy flexibility without self-betrayal is actually healthy. Um, I also want to say that I have a preference for who's right for me and what's right for me. That's what ambiamorous means for me. I only have a preference for who's right for me and what's right for me because I don't care about the quantity part. How many people can I have sex with? I don't care about that. How many people can I date? I don't care about that. How many people can I romance? I don't care about that. I I I am not the type of person that is obsessed with I have to treat people like stadiums and fields and arenas in terms of my sex life, dating life, and romantic love life. Um, I don't even treat people like clubs and rooms. waiting areas when it comes to my sex life, romantic love life, and my dating life. What I do understand is that quality is the only thing I should focus on. What I mean by quality, I'm talking about high quality hearts, high quality minds, high quality souls. Those are the only things I focus on. I was taught to focus on quantity and neglect quality, I reject that in the name of self-healing. I say to myself, no, the quantity doesn't matter. The quality is the only aspect that matters. And the aspect is of that person and or those people. Um, I I do have what it takes to express genuine feelings towards only one partner. I also have what it takes to express feelings towards multiple partners as well. So I can express feelings towards only a partner or multiple partners at the same time. I can do all of that. So I um, I can also say that I can like dating one individual and I can be perfectly capable to form a monogamous slash monoramous relationship. I have that capability. I also enjoy dating multiple people and practicing um, polygamous slash polyamorous relationships with other partners. I have that capability. 
So, by nature, I'm solo poly. So, I prefer to practice polygamy slash polyamorous relationship with other partners. Now, obviously, polygamy is illegal in most parts of the world. So, if I was in polygamous worlds, I would be polygamous. But, because polyamory is but because polygamy is illegal in North America and most parts of the world, that means that I will only be able to date multiple people and enjoy the polyamorous relationship with other partners that I practice. At the same time, I do say to myself, honestly, that life may give me something different. So, you know, monogamous slash monogamous relationships... It could happen. I can't say it can't. Um, I don't know what the future holds for me. I can be true to my nature and be and be open to the future may pleasantly surprise me. The future may give me what I prefer. The future may say, hey, I got something better. So I'm, my nature has the fluidity of quality, meaning... I am all for indulging in all kinds of quality. Notice I didn't say that I'm for indulging in all kinds of quantity. There's a difference. So, quantity, I'm not going to try to control that because it's pointless and it's meaningless. But what I can control is the high-quality hearted, high-quality minded, high-quality soul person that I am. So that is what works for me. That's why, even though I am solo poly, even though I am solo polyamorous, um, I'm also ambiamorous too because the future knows itself and I can't know the future until it happens in the present. So that is who and what I am. And I think it was healthy for me to start that, to continue on this path of starting uh, beautifully. Um, I am a sapiophile. I am one who has romantic, sexual, physical, emotional, intellectual, I said emotional, and spiritual attraction to others which is primarily based on intelligence. And I must admit that I have an all-around attraction to people based on kindness and based on no-nonsense, too. Um, now, I, I, I honestly want to say this in a respectful way, right? Um, Because I'm about to talk specifically about adult human bodies that I have preferences for. And I've learned not to have an insatiable appetite for sex. 
I've learned not to have an insatiable appetite for dating, and I've learned not to have an insatiable appetite for romance because when you always want more and more and more, that means that you're incapable of experiencing gratitude, thankfulness, appreciation, and gratefulness and contentment. It means that you'll suffer from greed, gluttony, arrogance, and haughtiness. Um, I've also learned that, to be honest with myself, and I'm going to summarize all the reasons why Very rarely, very barely, or very hardly will I be having sex and dating and romances because I'm black, I'm autistic, I'm an organized crime cult survivor. Sadly and tragically, because of trauma, multiple forms of traumas, I have a history of adultery, which I'm not proud of. And some of the people I was adulterous with included men and mostly women. And because I've had queer sex, not all of my partners were women, as you already know. Most heterosexual people would find that to be problematic. Even if that happened in the past, still they would find it problematic for themselves. And they also the fact that I don't have a history of being well protected in the past, most people would find it quite a chore to be like, wow, we're going to be the first people to protect Antonio because his family and people around him in the past failed to protect him. So most people wouldn't be able to handle all that. And then, how do you have sex with somebody, date somebody, or be romantic with somebody that some a lot of people would fear would be afraid to have sex with me, date me, or even be romantic with me? Because it's like, but what if people from your what if people from the criminal past, even though it was always non-consensual because you were five years old, what if they try to get me or get you because they remember you and anyone connected to you, they might try to come after? I don't think that will happen, um, but most people wouldn't be able to handle that. It takes um, a per- another person like myself and people who have similar psyches as I do to be able to say, I totally get it. I, I, I'm i more than capable of handling it well with you. We handle all this well, extraordinarily well together. And um, also, I am an ambivert, an omnivert. Most people have been conditioned 
for extroversion and our society introversion, even though it's slowly becoming more and more accepted, is still being bashed. So I don't fit in the personality binary, the temperament binary society creates. So it's like, how can I interact with someone that is quiet when appropriate, outspoken when appropriate, to themselves when appropriate, and congregating with others in a secular way when appropriate? How do I also honor a person with extraordinary trauma triggers um, as well as extraordinary positive triggers too. So those are other reasons why um, I'll be spending most of my time pretty much alone uh, physically, even though I have people around me, I'm talking about most of my time will be spent alone without any intimacy going on. And um, I didn't know how challenging it would be until I was consulting with my inner circle and uh, consulting with myself my grandma and my spirit and my unconventional understandings of what Christ-likeness means. So those are things that I've thought about so deeply and um, I've learned to embrace being real with myself Um Also, I've learned that when you're extraordinary, that means that most people would not be able to flow with you. Even though they may like you, they may appreciate you, They may not know how to appreciate you, how to like you, how to love you, how to respect you, how to celebrate you, how to learn from you, how to grow from you. So another issue is that um, my humanitarian lifestyle would make marriage strenuous to many extents would make romance strenuous to many extents would make sex strenuous to many extents and would make romance strenuous to many extents would make dating strenuous to many extents so I'm not saying I can never date I can never have sex I can never have romance because I'm not the only extraordinary person in the world, obviously. But, and as for the marriage thing, if the only way that marriage could possibly work, I'm not totally sure. 
is that that person would have to travel with me all the time. I would spend more time away from home than at home. And most people wouldn't be able to handle that. They would be like, but I, I want to be at home. And I'd be like, well, I live a public figure existence, so I can't give you that. Because I'm a public figure by nature. Most people would know how to how to get along correctly with a global icon, an international public figure. Most people wouldn't wouldn't be able to handle that because I would constantly be doing um, philanthropic projects, humanitarian projects, and charitable projects. And that would take up most of my time. I would have plenty of free time, but even in my free time, because of my ambiverse, because of how I care myself, how I impact people, um, I'll be spending more time with people than with myself. So... I'm, I don't think marriage would fully work out well for me. Even though I love marriage, I like marriage. When it comes to my life and my calling, my career, I'm married to my calling, I'm married to my career. My calling is my career, my career is my calling. My career and my calling are the same word synonymous for my purposes, for living my purposes, my purposefulness, so... You know, as a romantic, I've envisioned marriage, but when you spend more time doing for others, I'll be doing for myself, but I'll be doing for others more than myself. I'll never neglect myself. I'll never reject self-care. When you spend more time doing for others than actually being able to work on your relationship, um, I don't think marriage could fully work out well for me because I'm not sure if I could fully um, give it a try or as old school saying, give it a go. So that's what I've come to conclusions with regarding my own life. And... uh, You know, um, I noticed that most people of faith wouldn't be able to handle all these things about me. And and I got to be real, most secular people wouldn't be able to handle all these things about me either. Um... The disparities in my life are extraordinary. The discrepancies in my life are extraordinary too. Being extraordinary is not a life paced with easiness. I'm not trying to make myself a martyr, I'm just being honest about 
what is it like for an extraordinary person to um, have relationships? It's not hunky-dory. Even maintaining friendships as well as relationships, because friendships are a type of relationship, but other types of relationships too are just hard because hard to maintain because very few people can um, comprehend me. Very few people can know me in terms of like, I really, really know what it's like to be you because we're that similar. I really know what it's like to have extraordinary cross with the bear, and I'm not even being religious when I say that. Very few people can spend time with me and not feel intimidated or scared. I'm not talking about what it was like in organized crime. I'm talking about if you're like most people, you'll find me intimidating, you'll find me scary, you'll find me to be somebody you're always uncomfortable with because it's like, man, I have to keep raising my le- damn, I have to keep raising my level up because this person's level constantly stays up. It's not easy, but that's real. That happens. It's the truth. It's a fact. It's evidential. That's what I wanted to um, to talk to you about, and uh, I also need to do the right thing and to inform you honorably about my body type preferences because I did mention living, breathing human art and adult human bodies. So let me be graphic, the good kind of graphic. So I'll start with women. Um, I enjoy I have a preference for hourglass body shapes. I enjoy hips and shoulders that have almost the exact width, W-I-D-T-H. I enjoy rounded and tilted shoulders. I enjoy reasonably defined waistlines. I enjoy relatively rounded buttocks. I enjoy lower hips that are vaster than high hips. I enjoy full thighs that are slimmer than the lower hips. And I enjoy hourglass body shapes that attain weight through the hips and beyond the waist. Um, 
I enjoy pear shaped body types. I enjoy hips that are broader than the shoulders. I enjoy rounded slanted shoulders. I I enjoy buttocks and thighs that are well-rounded and full. I enjoy well-defined abdomens. I enjoy pair body shapes that accumulate weight on their thighs. I enjoy apple body shapes. I enjoy hips and shoulders. That have identical widths. The waistlines having identical widths or being broader. I enjoy the acquisition of weight, mainly around the waist, at least in balance with other aspects of the body. I enjoy having slim lower arms and legs. I enjoy high hips that are broader than the, broader than the lower hips. I enjoy buses and or abdomens that are bigger than the hips. I would dare say I enjoy buses and abdomens that are bigger than the hips. I enjoy presumably shorter waists. I enjoy thighs and hips that are presumably the slimmest parts of the body. These are just my preferences. Notice, I say preferences. It means that I don't mind all body types because as long as the person is healthy, I just love the person. So would I? could I date somebody that has hips and waistlines and shoulders that have about in the cool widths? Yes, could I um, date somebody that has athletic builds and an undersized bust line? Yes. Could I date someone with flat buttocks? Yes. Could I date someone with relatively straight shoulders? Yes. Could I date someone that whose rectangles accumulate weight evenly but may accumulate some more through the upper body or neck? Yes. And again, their hips, waistline, and shoulders have about identical widths. I could. I could date a person with a rectangle body shape. Um, could I date someone with the adverted triangle body shape? Yes. Could I date somebody who has distinguished and wide straight shoulders, broader than their waistlines and hips, athletic physiques, relatively fat buttocks, bigger chest and a more full back than rectangles, accumulating weight that usually, that usually accumulated through the torso and back area? I could. Even though I have my preferences, I'm not going to turn down a quality person just because the, you know... The preferences may not be met. I make healthy adjustments without traumatic compromising of my true self. So I prefer 
Apple glass. I prefer Apple hourglass and pair body shapes when it comes to women. I prefer a mixture of apple pear hourglass body shapes. When it comes to women, I like apple pear hourglass body shapes. I I will I want the I want all the attributes of apple pear and hourglass in one body. Um Personally, um, I would want my most favorite, my biggest preference. biggest preference in terms of women's human body shapes I like or should I say I enjoy curvaceous women, shapely women, voluptuous women full figured women plus sized women I know that some of these terms are controversial but I don't mean to use these terms disrespectfully. I enjoy full rounded women. I do enjoy rounded women. I enjoy buxom women, bosomy women, full bosomed women, big breasted women, large breasted women, um, large gluteus maximuses in women, big gluteus maximuses in women, full gluteus maximuses in women um gigantic hind parts in women um I enjoy well upholstered women I enjoy well endowed women uh I also just enjoy women who have well-endowed chest, well-endowed hind parts, well-endowed waist, and well-endowed that's what I mean when I say well endowed (sighs) 
that my that's what I prefer when I say well-shaped, well-formed. And well-designed. Doing my best to be respectful when I talk about this because people are not used to respectful conversations, respectful language about this. Preferences in women is that I enjoy the kind of women that society calls full figured, curvy, chubby, and fat. No, the society calls them that. I call them whatever they want me to call them that best complements their self respect and the need to respect them. Um. I enjoy women the most. I'm talking about bodily type preferences. I'm not stringent on my preferences, but I'm just being honest. I enjoy heavy, full breasts, squishy tummies, generous buttocks, and well padded thighs. And. I do enjoy women with extra padding in their behinds. So, I enjoy plus-size body shapes. I also enjoy plus-size hourglass body shapes, too. Those are that's my preferences when it comes to women. Now... When it comes to women, I also enjoy um, Okay, when it comes to women, I do prefer average size vaginas, large size vaginas, average size labias, large size labias, um, average size clitorises, large size clitorises, average size
vulvas and large sized vulvas. I don't care if the vaginas are loose or tight or wet. Now, I'm going to talk to you about the body types that I like in men. I like for my here are my preferences. I I enjoy combinations of the mesomorph body type and the endomorph body type. For example, I enjoy all their typical traits. I I enjoy athletic, generally hard body, well-defined muscles, rectangular shaped body, strong, um, soft and round body, round physiques, Gains muscle and fat very easily. Large bone structures, large muscles. Um, Muscles are strong. um, Thick arms and legs. Solid, generally soft. I like hard and soft bodies. I like a mixture of hard and soft. I like athletic physiques too. And could I end up, could I? date someone could I date a guy who has small delicate frame and bone structures classic heart gainer flat chest small shoulders thin lean muscle mass finds hard to gain weight fast metabolism I could that's the ectomorph body type so basically I like I prefer mesomorph endomorph body types So, I'm also attracted to, when I say guys, I mean men, obviously. I'm attracted to men who are heavily built, stocky, thick set, sturdy, sturdily built, well built, burly. Um... 
strapping, brawny, muscular, solid. Of ample proportions, well proportioned. Beefy men. Now I do prefer I even like I even enjoy bulky men. I do prefer average sized penises and large penises. I do prefer average size testicles and large testicles. As for height, I mean, before I get to that, small pieces, small testicles don't bother me at all. Um, I like town men, not gonna lie. Town women, women, I would go for, you know? Um... For me, personally, when it comes to height, I wouldn't mind being with a short person or a midget or a dwarf. Um, I do prefer average height and even tall statures. Um... Honestly, I don't mind being hygienic, like, you know, it's okay to be hairy as long as you well groom it, you know, keep it trimmed, nice and neat, or clean shaven, or you just shave, or you wax. You can be hairy as long as you, like I said, The personal grooming is on point. And I feel that way. Men, women, what have you. Um, For like non-binary people, even trans people, even queer people, because I'm attracted to non-binary people too. I like a mixture of... I prefer curvaceousness and voluptuous mixed with large, strong, and 
athletic looking. I could date a curvaceous, voluptuous, non-binary person. I could date a muscle-bound, non-binary person. Um, even a person doesn't meet those prices, I would date them because of who they are. Their genitalia prefer average and large. If it's not that small, one bother me. Their height, they could be short, measure dwarf, but I prefer average height, even tall. Um, I also feel like. The way that the non-binary person would look, I would also prefer that they do personal grooming, hairy or not. I wouldn't mind them shaving or waxing, though, keeping it trimmed. I don't mind having partners that that are not hairy too, that have smooth that smooth skin all over. Um. I fully explore feet passionately and compassionately. And I fully explore eyes, armpits, backs, breasts, dorsums, buttocks, noses, hairs, navels, belly buttons, bellies, stomachs, hands, legs, lips, cheeks, dimples, and genitalia all passionately and compassionately. I prefer not prefer, but it's required that they bathe themselves as a part of their hygienic routines. And squishy tummies on women are like big bellies. I like beefy body men's stomachs too. I like non-binary. I prefer non-binary big bellies, but um, Gym rat looking abdomens and average looking abdomens are fine with me too. I am a full body worshiper because I am a full inner life worshiper. When it comes to my sex life, my dating life, my romance life. I'm a full aerogenous zone worshiper. I'm a full voluptuous worshiper. I'm a full muscle worshiper. So I love my partialism. Full exploring, especially in every which way, means I don't just explore my hands and my feet. I, I explore with my mouth, too. That means the tongue, the teeth, fingertips, fingers, 
oxygen and tell you I can fully explore in every which way, including all my senses and all my six senses too. And um, I will say that the eight principles of the art of sex, the art of dating, the art of romance for me are about, well, actually more than eight. So that's about 11. I would say the 11 principles of art, the arts of sex, the art of dating, the art of romance are well-balanced, well-adjustment, well-roundedness, well-unification, well-proportion, well-unity, well-harmony, well-variety, well-emphasis, well-rhythm, well-movement. And for me, number 12 is well-melody. Those are the sex art definitions, dating art definitions, and romance art definitions for me. And to me, when I think about sex, I enjoy the ravishing resounds, the delightful echoes, the glamorous re-echoes, the irresistible repeats, the exquisite resonates, the magnificent pulsates, the The tasty vibrates, the lovely rings, the prepossessing peels, the alluring booms, the charming rumbles, <laughs> the <laughs> the beautiful reverberates <laughs> the appealing the appealing rolls mm. <laughs> The stupendous pounds, the captivating thumps, the resplendent drums, the tantalizing thrums. 
the sumptuous rumbles. And so those are all My body type preferences just be well manicured, well pedicured, and have a health conscious, health nut type of body. And that's all the fuck that fucking matters to me. As for voice types and personality types, be soothing regardless of how you sound, how you look, and how the hell you are, damn it. hands with a firm grip regardless of hand strength um I like personally groomed hair I prefer long hair on women Average hair on women. I prefer long hair on men and average hair on men. I love um, well taking care of cute faces and stargazing eyes. And luscious, juiciest lips. last thing I want to say is that I do prefer my lovers to be People physically strong enough to match my healthy hypersexuality as well as my healthy stamina. Mm -hmm. 